Are you ready? Let's go. So I'm just so excited to have Apple Watts on the show. I'm so excited to, to present Apple Watts to you so that you can see much more behind the celebrity for what Love & Hip Hop Hollywood didn't do. Apple Watts, how are you, my sister? I am blessed living life. Oh, thank. let me tell you something. Thank you so much for keeping me updated with your travel arrangements. It really spoke volumes to your core values and your level of respect. So thank you for that. And you're welcome. You're also welcome. Now, let's talk about your appearance on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. How did you become a cast member on that reality series? Okay, this one is like kind of funny. I went to a club in Hollywood, right? And, you know, I was drunk or whatever the case is. And I seen Masika. They were filming. I walked up to Masika Core, like, you know, bold and all, like, yo, how can I be like you? And she was like, girl, just keep doing what you're doing. As soon as I walked off, you know, the producers then walked up to me like, how do you know Masika? I just said, you know, blase, blase, to see her around or whatever. And it was like, who are you? And I told them, Apple Watch, you know, the King of Los Angeles, the top strip out here. You know, y'all need to get me on the show. It was like, let me to be on the show. Y'all would not fail just having me on the show. And they actually ended up calling me a few months later. And uh, I did a gang of interviews and I made it. So being at the right place at the right time, basically, is what happened. And not yeah. being afraid to put yourself into the equation and just say, listen, I'm interested what you got for me. So basically, that's what happened. Right, right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Now, we know that um, the reunion of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood is about to air in a few days. What can we, you're chuckling a little bit. What can we expect from the reunion? Is it going to be? A lot of drama. Really? Drama, 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 drama. Are you involved in any of that drama? I mean, it's a little saucy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I just can't say too much, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, when I watch it, I might get reheated. But at the end of the day, you know, it's drama, though. I'm in, I'm in, I'm in that drama, though, that drama. Well, we don't want you to be. We don't want you to be in the drama, Apple Watch. We really don't. And and let me tell you why. When we watched Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, you know, a lot of people often call reality television ratchet television. And what I liked about your storyline is that you let your personal story kind of override the ratchetness. We saw your core values, especially when it came to you finding out who your real father was. Now, even though the DNA results revealed that the man on the show wasn't your biological father, were you able to locate your biological father after the show filmed and aired? Um, I actually wasn't. I'm actually not talking to my mother right now, but I'm actually back in contact with my sister through personal issues we have. Okay. Um, I asked my mother. She said she messed with a few people back then. You know, she was a hot thotty back then. You know what I'm saying? She light skin, real thick, pretty hair, pretty eyes. You know what I'm saying? Back in the days, that's when stuff was popping. She said she messed with Sugar Shane Mosley. She messed with a few people back then that were rich people. So, so I'm like, I don't know. I kind of look like all the niggas she done said. So, I don't know. But I'm going to hit them up and find out. Shoot. <laughs> 
understand. <laughs> but you know, it was also it was painful for me to watch when the yeah. when the DNA DNA results were revealed, and the woman who was your manager on the show, and mm-hmm. when she wanted to kind of hug you, and you kind of pushed back. And as women, we are often taught and told, you know, well, nowadays that we have to be strong because we are always the leaders of our household. How do you deal with, you know, being vulnerable and not always being the strong person? I mean, I don't like that type of stuff because when you like that, you know, you always get messed, like, played, you know what I'm saying? It's, as you've seen on the show, every time I'm like that with somebody, I always get played at the end. So I'm always, you know, I, I, I suck stuff up, but then I'll burst out and cry, then I'll suck it right back up. You know, I'm not I'm not that type of person, but um, I'm 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 a strong woman basically. That's all I gotta say. I just stuck to everything else. I don't really like being that type of open-hearted person. Do you think that you will ever become an open-hearted person? Because you have sons that you're raising, correct? Yeah. And is it important sometimes for even young boys to be vulnerable? You know, because once again, we're always telling little boys, shut up, stop crying. But it is okay to be vulnerable because now we're seeing a rise in mental health issues. And it's because people are holding things inside. So how are you going to teach your boys that it is okay to be vulnerable and still be considered men? I mean, I don't I don't want my kids to be one. I don't want I don't want no weaklings. I'm sorry. That's just how I feel. Men Mm -hmm. need to be a little bit stronger. Only be vulnerable when when a woman it's going through something, understand their emotions, mm-hmm. understand, um, you know, understand another another person's point of view, you know, why they're like this. I, I don't want them to be weak at all. I'm sorry. That's just the way I feel. Mm-hmm. I just think they can be sad about something, be open about it. Don't cry about it. Suck that stuff up because you crying about it ain't going to fix nothing how I feel. Mm-hmm. I cry sometimes, but then I have to stop myself like, yo, that's not going to help nothing. The next thing you got to do is just stand up and say, what's the next move? Okay. Suck that up. You okay. can't cry. If you cry about everything, that's not going to fix nothing, period. No, no I it's mean, not. Cry for like, huh? No, it's, it won't fix anything, but sometimes you do have to, you yeah, know, you let those emotions come out. Go in the bathroom and cry. <laughs> okay. But then, you know, the message that, that, I, I, that I heard out of all of that was eventually you have to pick yourself back up and say, okay, what's next? You yes, just can't yes, wallow that's, that's in the, the tears. That's the message yeah. right there. Now, speaking of the woman who was managing you on the show, is she still your manager? Nope, I managed myself. Okay. So that relationship mm-hmm. just kind of went downhill. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that went downhill. I mean, I don't, like, you know me, I'm never like the person to throw people on the bus like the rest of the world is sometimes, you know. Okay. I call that fake people stuff when they throw shade on the next person or throw other people's business out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of women do when they're mad at each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Throw shade on the next I'm a different breed, you know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a real one. So we don't work together. Um, God bless her and her career, her daughter's career, um, you know, whatever career they plan on doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I know my career is good because I'm talented at anything I do. Yeah. You know, sing, dance, soul, change the tires, and cook, have a pretty baby, you know what I'm saying? I do everything. So. Okay, okay. My career is going to be great, but good luck to their career. Well, I'm glad that you ended that on a positive note because, you know, even when people do you wrong, you always want to just, you know, live out of a place of blessings and peace and and, and understanding. Now, we know that you came out of the club. Um, You know, your storyline, they called you a stripper. How how comfortable are you with that word stripper or do you like to be defined as a dancer? 
I am an entertainer because when I get on stage, I make it. I make a real show. You know what I'm saying? I don't take off my clothes. I don't do nothing because I really entertain the crowd. I make it to the point that they don't even notice that I don't have to be naked. You know, I'm I'm really an entertainer. Like I really, I really, I entertain the crowd. Basically, I'm like a rapper on stage, but without rapping. I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. And I also know that, you know, the, the strip clubs are often where rappers go to play their music. And, you know, depending on the crowd, that's when they know that they have a hit. So dancing in the club as an entertainer, is that where you decided that you wanted to become a rapper, too? I actually started doing music when I was younger in foster care. Like, I was singing and stuff like that. I was, when I ran away, I was working with a Goldie Loke. Mm-hmm. You know, with Loked Out Records, um, I was doing a lot, like, with the music stuff, but I never made it too far because I was a woman and I was a runaway. I was a young, a lot of people, a lot of men was just using me for my body and, mm-hmm. you know, and I had I needed places to go. So my music didn't go too far, so I gave up on it, but I've been trying to do the music stuff. I just gave up on it, basically. So you just said something that I didn't know. So you you also sing as well as rap? Yeah, I sing, I rap, I, I can do anything. I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I you know, you know, I, a phoenix. You're definitely a phoenix. Um, you definitely rose out of the ashes. So I, I love to hear that, you know, for people who also possibly came up out of the forced to care system and are trying to find their way in life. But you, you also said that the industry didn't take you seriously because you are you are a woman. Are you still, you know, kind of, experiencing those challenges because you're a woman with a body and how are they receiving you in the music industry um i think when it comes to the music industry because i'm a black woman i've got a dark skin of a caramel woman mm-hmm. i just consider black period yeah. it's harder for us to get into the game than a, another mixed person i think mm-hmm. or you know that's just how i feel my opinion and um i just think my body and my attitude my aggression a lot of them don't like that a lot of men in the industry, they're praise, and when it comes to the women, you got to be a yes chick, and I'm not a yes chick. I'm not going to suck up to you. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do none of that like these girls do. Even though these girls deny like they ain't suck some of these rappers swipe, I know they have. Come on, every girl done did some stuff, some strange for some change, you know what I'm saying? But I'm not doing none of that. I just, I don't even really even like going to the studio. I don't like doing none of that stuff with these niggas. I don't do none of that creepy stuff like these other chicks do, because I already know how it is. I don't want to be called these studio chicks. Like the rest of these girls be doing, mm-hmm. I really just I'm not I don't know, but I'm still feeling like it's going to be way harder for me because of my background and my attitude and the way I am. So if you know that having an attitude might be harder for music executives to process and digest, what will you do to get around that so that they see you for the artist that you are? I feel like, I mean, I can change it up sometimes depending on who I'm around. Okay. But I feel like this. If they allow, to, uh, what's the name, 6 9 and all of them talk about suck my dick and all that stuff, and but that's all right. But when I say suck my, my mind, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. That's like, you know what I'm saying? If you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. That's I do. That's not cool. So I, we... we like the man-woman barrier type of thing. I want to be active like them. That's how I talk. I'm just like that. Right. They should let me be me, too. And I should be accepted the same way they are accepted. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. So we also know, because this show interviews tons of celebrities, and what we found is that when you can't get your foot in their room, you build your own house. So are you currently exploring creating your music independently and distributing it that way? 
I actually just start talking to uh, uh, a nice little lady that kind of understands what type of woman I am because I need somebody that can vibe with me because I'm a, I'm a bipolar switch on switch off person. Okay, you know, so I need somebody to understand me. I actually going to meet with her in Atlanta and we're going to work on my music. We're going to work on. Um, you know, my PR, branding me and getting myself to uh, clean myself up a little because I'm rough on the edges. I'm mad rough. <laughs> so I do need to clean. I do need to clean up. You know what I'm saying? I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? But I still want to be me. Right. I don't want to be changed like what they were trying to do on that show, right. you know. But me being me on that show is what made everybody love me. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just, I'm going to change my little ways, though, but I still love the ghetto. I'm a Girl. <laughs> well, always stay true to yourself. You know, we're always a little rough around the edges, but make sure that society doesn't def- define you by you yeah. know their own standards. Make sure that yeah. you define yourself by who you want to be represented and defined by. So just talking about, you know, being defined, do you think that Love & Hip Hop Hollywood portrayed you in a real light? Well, they actually did. Um, they they actually did. I'm not gonna lie. Um, for me to put out that story and they didn't make me look stupid. They yeah. didn't make me get into altercations. Uh-huh. You know, um, I'll find out when it's reunion come out how they really put me in that light. You know what I'm saying? I just think they praised a lot of people um, on the show that really didn't need to be praised too much. Right. But I just think um, the show they they did a good job on my story because my story was really real. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody got their own storyline. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I don't know what's going on in their life. You know, that's their life. Their minds is very serious, which is affecting me still right now to this day. You know, every time I have to rerun and watch the same scene over and over, right. it hurts my heart to even watch it, you know what I'm saying? So um, my storyline is very, very serious. And if I come back next season, it's going to be even more serious, you know? So, yeah, yeah. Cause in talking about next season, because I did hear that last week, a lot of the cast members of Love & Hip Hop Hollywood got their pink slips and they were asked not to return because the show is going in a different format where you have to be married or in a serious relationship mm-hmm. in order to be considered Love & Hip Hop. So do you know if you will be returning for season six? I don't know because, um, you know, if it's all about love and hip-hop, then it's not, that's going to be boring. I'm sorry. It's going to be just boring because ain't nobody want to see relationship drama. We might as well watch Housewives and all that other stuff, <laughs> CI and all that. We don't, that's the same as stuff. <laughs> I mean, if they allow me on the show next season, which I don't know, because I ain't got no peace slip yet. Right. You know, um, hopefully they do. Shit, hopefully I find love by the next season, too, because I still, you know, we still got a few little bit, a little time for me to find somebody else. <laughs> so you're n- they need to just give me my own show <laughs> called Apple Bites, you know, because I've been trying to find the right one anyway, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I find what I want to call it. I'm in love with a stripper, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then T Pain can sing the theme song, <laughs> right? T Pain in the background singing. You know what I'm saying? Let's do it like that. So, so what type of man are you looking for? What type of man are you looking for, Apple? I'm actually looking for a man that got his got his uh, stuff together. You know what I'm saying? That can deal with a strong-minded woman. You know what I'm saying? That can help a broken-hearted woman and a person that has patience. With a girl, because, you know, a girl like me that dealt with nothing but man breaking their heart all their life, and then what just happened, you know, recently to me, I'm not going to lie, I got to go to a therapist for that right there, that scene. Um, you talking about with your father? It's going to take a very strong, yeah, with my father. It's okay. going to take a very strong man to deal with me because I have the worst trust issues ever, mm-hmm. and I'm so quick to walk away. I'm so quick to think stuff. My mind is just, just I think if you don't call me back in five minutes, oh, he got to be. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's doing something. So he's what about something. therapy? 
do you think that you will explore therapy? I think therapy is amazing, and I encourage everyone to yeah. sit down with a therapist. I, I actually do think I'd need one. I, I really do. I'm thinking about what's that show with that lady helping them people? Like, Yala, Fix My Life? Yeah. Yeah, she need to go and call me up. Like, you know, Apple, I know what's stopping. You know, help me out. Fix my mind. Because <laughs> I got mad issues I need to fix. That little one therapy session didn't work. <laughs> I hear you. No, it doesn't work after one session. You have to, you know, right. be uh, repetitive. But you're starting off you know, in a positive direction and it's acknowledging that yeah. damn it, I have some issues and I know that I'm rough around the edges and I know I need some help and I have some trust issues. So I'm glad that you even acknowledge that, you know, you need some help. Right. So yeah. are you going to seek out a therapist? Um, I mean, I got people that hit me up to see if I need the uh, therapy, but you know, um, I'm a go. I got, I got a lot of stuff. I got to handle myself. Like, my, uh, you know, court-wise and stuff I have to do within the court that you've seen on TV. Yeah, what did you go um, to? What did you go to jail for? I got DUIs. I got a gang of DUIs. I got to go back to jail next month mm-hmm. too for about like a week again. So just to knock this out. But I mean, I'm doing classes and doing all that. I'm doing everything I need to do. So, so are you? Um, are you still drinking and driving uh, Apple? We don't want that. I, no, I don't drive. I drink though. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> I mean, I ain't going to deny, I'm not going to say I'm not going to stop drinking, but I want to slow down drinking, but, you know, I'm not going to lie, when you're stuck in a habit, you got, it's very hard to get out of it, but I'm starting my classes, I'm doing all that, um, Good. and basically, I mean, when you're dealing with a lifestyle that I live in, like, I still be in the strip clubs, I still do that, it's kind of hard to get out of something when you're around it, Right. you know, especially in a, I'm in the strip clubs, like, you know. I was so, going to ask you that if you're still stripping. So, yeah, you're still I'm not stripping. stripping. I haven't been in the strip clubs for months, actually. Okay. Um, I want to go back to them because I want to get my own money. I don't like to depend on people for money. I would mm-hmm. never do that again ever in my life, even though mm-hmm. I never did it before. Mm-hmm. And I regret it now. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back to the strip club to take care of my kids, take care of my business. I'm trying to get out, you know, pay for my music and do everything I need to. If I got to do what I got to do, then I'm going to do it because I can't wait on these checks. These checks are booing. I hear you. So what strip club will you be returning to in case my listeners are listening and want to, you know, visit? What strip club? Well, no, no. If any strip club want to pay me, you know, <laughs> to dance there, you know, I can be the next Malaya, you know. She got paid just to strip and, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about going to be live in L.A., um, work with them. Um, I work at Lacey's Lounge in uh, Vegas. I worked with them mm-hmm. and it was good money. Mm-hmm. But I really love my down south, you know, I love them country boys, you know, they love them black women, you know, <laughs> L.A. is more based upon Mexicans, white, mixed girls, I love down south, and they pay very well, so I'm trying to find some clubs out here, I just want to travel, I'm tired of L.A. sometimes. I hear you, I hear you. So I just want to kind of dispel, dispel the stereotypes of strippers, because, you know, we always tell boys, you know, don't, don't bring home a stripper, you know, what type of woman is a stripper? Is she the stereotypical, that's all she does? Or do we find that st- strippers have layers to their personality? We actually, I think strippers are actually good women. I'm, I, a lot of men would judge us because of our jobs. Right. When they're marrying girls at CNs, they are in, are in, they, they more of a hoe than a stripper. You got girls that work at seven, a nine to fives and they, 
they hoes too. Like on everything I love, and they more rougher than us. That's true. Just we're just more out there than us. We more open than they are. You got girls in the club that shaking their ass mm-hmm. like a stripper wearing stripper clothes on a weekend, and will judge just faster than anything. That's just true. Because they work a regular job. You know, you got girls that go to the club, will sit at the table just for money, for a dude with money, and don't even have a job at all, and bottle service, and they will pay these girls faster than they will pay us and judge us. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, stripper, we are more open, we're understanding, we know the game, you know what I'm saying? We will be there for you when you need it. You know what I'm saying? We will never judge you when you're down. Uh-huh. You know, we basically, I, I just think it's just because of our, our job that, that's why we look we look down upon. Mm-hmm. But we are very sweet women, you know what I'm saying? We are very open-minded. We are very, you know, our hearts are pure because I think a lot of girls that have stripped it's because something they've been through back right. then, right. you know, when they were kids, or, you know, they're not educated enough to have a background to even go get, you know, go get a job or fill out applications or want to go to school. They like that fast money. They want that fast money because they want this car. They want this house. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just to fit in with the society that they're trying to portray right now. So, I mean, we are good women, basically. I hear you. So uh, what's the most they, money that you've made in one night stripping? I made about $10,000. That's wow. the most I made. Like Really? Yeah. Wow, I know. Get up on the internet. Neo threw me six thousand. I got, a, I got a few back then when I was really dancing and was popping in L.A. Before all these clubs start changing, I was that top stripper that I really made the most money out there. Like really, like for real. So you it mentioned was, Neo. You, you mentioned Neo. Huh? You said at, you mentioned Neo. You said at one point. Yeah, no, that's the homeboy. Nothing happened between us. No, 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 no. no, no like I'm just saying. All Star Weekend. Oh, okay. All-Star yeah, I know. All Star Weekend is popping for the strippers. Yeah, you know, you know, All Star Weekend. That's when all the celebrities come out. This was like seven, eight years ago. Seven, eight years. It was a long time ago. Okay. Like, it's a lot of celebrities that uh, came out and uh, tipped me. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I just turned up like, shit, live life, have fun. Spend that money if you got it. <laughs> I hear you. So do you think that you want to do, you know, something else instead of stripping so that, you know, like I said, you have young boys that are looking at mommy. Yeah. Um, I actually do. I'm only doing that as in right now just to pay for stuff, just okay. to get stuff off the way i want to i'm actually going to use that money i'm trying to start a shoe line oh yeah tell us about your shoe line my main goal huh tell us about your shoe line do you have a name for it yet Uh, yeah it's called jaja collection you know because they call me jaja in the streets you know what i'm saying that's my little my street name okay jaja collection um and i'm actually working on it designing it out now you know because it's still a process with all that it's a cross the arm and a leg and i'm gonna get investors involved in all that you know then i'm still working on my music get that out there, I gotta get that together, but music is still on my last, last on my list right now, but I'm gonna work on it, okay. I just like fast money, I, oh, I'm just so used to the fast money. Okay, well let's talk about the shoe line a little bit more, what type of w- woman will be wearing your shoes? A woman that, that's the, the, the shit, you know, she gotta be popping. <laughs> Okay. You know what I'm a woman with style and swag. Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> now, will it be those That's like different. high, high heels that you know um, they wear in the club? You know, the entertainers, the strippers. Because I, I love me a good shoe. So I just want to. Oh make... no! See, I'm wearing. I'm, I'm doing sneakers. I'm doing sneakers. Uh... I love anything with fur. Everything, I'm like a fur head, you know what I'm saying? Safari, he love fur. I'm like a fur junior, okay. like for real. <laughs> so, so maybe you need to hit up Safari, and maybe you two can do a collabo. Oh, yeah, but see, that's why I'm trying to get the shoe all together and everything, and then get the sample out, and then show him, like, oh, okay. get the the money. You know I get you. I get you. So now that you finished um, taping Love and Hip Hop Hollywood Season 5, has the show helped you in any way, or has it hurt you? 
the show uh, helped me as in wise as, shoot, I'm out there. I guess right. I was already out there in L.A., but everybody everywhere is starting to notice me, and that's a blessing. I mean, I got bookings. I'm booked, I'm booked and paid. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like LaBrittany say, I'm booked and paid. Uh-huh. You know, um, and it hurt me only wise as emotional wise as repeating the scene that what I went through as in what happened between me and my dad and basically listen to all the sad stories that the fans keep talking about to me. You know? right, right. a lot of women out there that have been through what I've been through and it's kind of sad. Yeah. You know, um, so see that, so what advice, how- what advice would you have for a young girl who is stuck because she has daddy issues and she is now a grown woman dealing with trust issues? What advice would you have for that type of female? I mean, all I can say is now that we older now and it's, you know, just, shoot, she has to really figure it out. Like, find herself. Like, I'm trying to find myself now, too. If you can't do it, go to therapy, go to classes, do what you got to do to fix yourself. Because nothing will go right until, you know, you are right with yourself. And that's what I'm trying to find myself. So that's why I feel like when people try to ask for advice, I'm like, I'm still trying to find myself. I can't really help you too much. I can just tell you what I'm doing and I'm still trying to do because... I make bad decisions half the dang on time that they watching me, you know. So I'm still trying to get myself right and still emotional em- emotional over everything that I'm seeing. But now mine is on repeat every day. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Theirs not on repeat. Right. They deal with it, and I have to deal with it like the way they are dealing with it. But now I got to see it on TV every right. single day. Well, we saw some, you know, some very great decisions. For example, when you were at, I I believe it was A1's party and you were twerking on him and Lyrica walked in. That situation could have totally went downhill, but I'm glad that you put on your big girl panties and you explained to her. (laughs) Oh, so it didn't. Oh, I mean, no, see the stuff they don't show. I mean. I'm really a fighter. When somebody come at me, I'm coming for you. I really do not talk. I do not like to talk to nobody. I really like to square off with people. And the people that security, they knew what type of person I am because I know I'm from the clubs in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. They already know when they see something in my eye, they got to grab me. So that's why they stopped that whole scene right there. It was stopped. But after that, I'm after the, I'm one, I'm really am a bipolar person. I get mad and next minute I'm not, I'm not mad no more. Mm-hmm. So I told him, let me talk to Lyrica, you know, because, you know, she seemed like a nice woman. Right. You know what I'm saying? And if, you know, she can accept my, I'm the type of person you accept my apology and you don't. We can have beef or we don't have to have beef. But Lyrica's actually a sweet woman. She's very sweet, became good friends, like Great. very good friends. Mm-hmm. And I asked them to let me talk to her and meet up with her. And then that's what happened. Like, we got into it. I jumped on the table and all that. Y'all didn't see all that, you no. know what I'm saying? So basically, cut that out and, um, but you're in a good place up, with Lyrica now. Yeah, we are like, Lyrica, I talk to Lyrica about everything, and she talks to me about stuff, and she's such a sweet woman. Like, all the class members that I've met, Kay Michelle, she's sweet. Everybody is very sweet, you know, but that's the same way everybody started off in the beginning, too, probably with each other sweet. Right. So I don't know how it go later on, mm-hmm. but, you know what I'm saying, right now, where I'm at with everybody, I'm blessed. They've all been nice to me. They all have my back, and I was stressed mm-hmm. out crying and calling them when I needed them. You know, about this stuff, because it was overwhelming. They all been my friends. Brooke helped me when I needed her. Lyrica helped me when I needed her. Tay Michelle said the sweetest words to me at, um, you know, at the reunion. Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, you know, Mr. Ray, Bomb, Marcus Anthony, Rockstar, he's been nice to me too, A1. All of them actually been having my back through this whole season. Good, good. So you have a, you have a great network, people around you. I don't know if they are in your personal network, but I'm just all about, if you have all those people in the room, 
How are they helping you complete your album? They ain't no more. Well, you know what? And that's another thing. Ain't no one helping me complete my album. I talked to uh, a few people to see if they could help me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, because I don't got the money background like the rest of the people. Okay. It's like that's probably what another thing is. Okay. Rockstar is the only one I said he would actually work with me because that's my dog from the street. You know what I'm saying? You know, all my homies, you know what I'm saying? On some, like, in the ghetto type of stuff. Rockstar said he would help me mm-hmm. uh, with some music, you know, and he charges an arm and a leg. I talked to A1 about it, you know, but, you know, he wants to work with Sean and me. I just, it just ain't going to happen. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm still waiting on A1 to hit back. But, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm going to still do my music. I hear you. You know, you, you got to start from the bottom to come on up. I'm going to yes. come up from the bottom. Period. I heard that. You know? So, just talking about goals and putting timelines on things, what timeline are you giving yourself to complete your full album so that we can all hear it? By, because I want to work on my shoes and I want to have my shoes out next year. Okay. I want to have, I'm going to be working on my album probably, I was thinking about starting in January, so by, let me say by March, I want to have everything done, even with my shoe line, everything got to be complete, Mm. but I just got to have a team behind me to, you know, to get me onto that right path, because sometimes I ain't going to lie, I be turning them corners. I hear you. I hear you. Well, we don't want you turning any more corners. We don't want you drinking and driving anymore. We want you to get your money well, up. I got my license. Good. Oh. Okay. Well, we don't want you. We we don't want you driving and drinking. You can still drink. Okay. But I'm I'm definitely going to be uh, staying in touch with you. I wish you continued blessings on your music, on your shoe line. I'm pouring blessings into your sons. Thank you so much for being honest on this show and also on television for all the world to see. You have an amazing rest of the day and like i said continue blessings to you thank you so much and thank you for having me on your show i appreciate you reaching out you know i'm all down for it thank you apple you take care bye-bye okay bye